And we are live, my bro. Hey, how are you, Amr? I'm doing well, dude. Man, I appreciate you coming out here, dog. Yeah, Thanks for coming, dude. My pleasure. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, man. Did you like teriyaki madness? It was delicious. Hey. <laughs> it was so good I couldn't finish it. Dude, man. I um like I was telling you, man, my brother in law didn't have the best experience with it. He needs to try it again. He, he Your brother in law listens to this podcast, he needs to try it again. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those, are, those are some doctor's <laughs> orders <laughs> um but yeah man uh what do you call it? i went there yesterday and i yeah. went there again today so yeah. i'm i'm probably gonna start abusing that place very very soon there you man. Go. Yeah. they got a loyal customer yeah man i should get you some of those what do they call them loyalty cards or whatever dude i downloaded the app bro there you go and the dude told me he's like man after like x amount of meals i forget what the number he's like you'll get a free bowl and i was like say no more there you scan go. <laughs> like, scan away we in here <laughs> um no nah, man but um other than that, how was how was the day out in uh, Wisconsin? It was good, man. It was good, Wisconsin. I was in uh, up north in Wisconsin. Um, nice little drive back, but I appreciate you accommodating. So uh, thanks, man. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, dude. Um, are, do you like driving? I like driving fast cars. Okay. <laughs> and not long distances. I feel you. So like anything over an hour, not ideal. I'll do it. Yeah. But not ideal. Is it, is it, is there traffic like coming back? Or yeah, is it like today there was traffic. Really? It depends on the time and day. Yeah. Sometimes there's not, but like it's very wide open road. And so I just get really like bored. And so I'll try to uh, put in calls or things that I need to do. Yeah. If I, just for like to keep me awake. If I listen to a podcast, I may stay awake. Like mm -hmm. um, there's this one night I went up to Green Bay and I was listening to, you know, the uh, Elizabeth Holmes podcast. Yeah, I do actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I forgot what it's called, but it was on uh, whatever the Apple podcast thing is. And uh, I was listening to that, and I was, like, actually engaged and intrigued. That was fine. Yeah. Normally, like, if I have to listen to, like, you know, a recording or an education call or something, may not make the most sense, so I'll try to take phone calls. It's dry, dude. Like, yeah. some of those some of those educational ones, like, I mean, we try to be good people and yeah, expand yeah. our horizons, yeah. you know, when we have time. Yeah. But, man, sometimes you just want to sit back and listen to, like some kind of crime story yeah. or something that's going to just like make me like, uh, make me, I don't know, just, just enjoy that ride a little yeah. bit more, man. And I'm trying to learn like all the time. Today I had, so today I had Indian food for lunch and Let's go. I had some mango lussie. You know, I love, I love my sweets. Let's go. So uh, I had two mango lussies. So I did work out this morning in case, hey. in case anybody's wondering, I burned the, <laughs> that was my next question. Did I burned you work the out calories of the, of the mango lussie, <laughs> but, uh, but Indian food's kind of heavy, you know? So I was kind of feeling the dozing, dozing. And so, it's tough, but it's not bad. And you're sitting there, dude. You're sitting there in the car, man, and that stuff is just, like, brewing inside yeah. of you. And, it's and like, like, what I notice is if it's sunny outside, oh, like, if it's sunny outside, I could pass out. Game over. Yeah, yeah dude. game over. That's the thing about this heat wave we're having right now, dude, is, like, it, it makes me feel, like, like heavy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I went for a run yesterday, or on Wednesday, and yeah, yesterday was Wednesday, and um, I felt like I had ankle weights on, dude. Oh, my god. I was just like, oh, God. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy the sun, so like if I had like on the balcony, I could lay out on the balcony and Sunday like, a little. Uh, yeah, just and pass out, go to sleep. It's great. Dude, dude. So so those mango lessies, man, were they um were they were they thicker, like more yogurty in consistency, or were they like, it's like a happy medium. Happy medium. I yeah, like it. It was like dude. the straw was like it was liquidy enough where I could suck it out with the straw. Yeah. Um but yeah, it was good. It was good. I actually Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say I, I I'm trying to I'm trying to know about that, dude. Because yeah. you know, not all mango lussies are made the same, dude. You're gonna be a mango lussie connoisseur. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. That's my next step. Ummer's mango lussies, come and get them. Right, new podcast. <laughs> yeah. Ummer's lussies. Yep. But uh, <laughs> actually, the the people that own this place, yeah, I think there's only two Indian um, restaurants in in Appleton or Green Bay, wherever it was. Yeah. Um, it's like a family that bought it, and the husband works. The wife, I think, runs it. They have two kids. Like it was just interesting to see. I was like, "Well, why do you live in, why do you live in Appleton out of all places?" You know, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. fine. Um, but I guess they like the area and the business is doing really good. So I mean, yeah. if if there's if there's only a couple, right? Yeah. I'm sure if there's only a couple Indian restaurants out there. I'm sure they're doing pretty well they're doing for pretty themselves. Good. Yep, right? yep. Like, um, <laughs> but yeah, man, no, that's that's really good, dude. I I find that that drive up to Wisconsin is so like flat. Yeah. That it's not even enjoyable sometimes. Like, I yeah. like driving too, but, you know, if you ever, you know, make your way, ass, way, way out to the coasts, yeah. you get some good drives. I heard there's a, on the coast, it's something that my dad has wanted to do for some reason. 
uh highway number one highway one dude yeah. yeah have you done it oh me and Alyssa, um were we we drove a little bit of highway one when we went to um monterey a couple okay. weeks ago nice so we didn't take it so it, it's going to be a little bit longer when you take that route okay. route so we flew into san fran and drove up to monterey at night so i was like what's the point yeah so we took just the normal highway but on the way back yeah. we left in the morning and we drove highway one dude like it's indescribable, bro. I think even if you're in San Francisco, right? Like even in San Francisco normally. Yeah. Like I was there, I don't know, a couple months ago uh, for a wedding and getting from the airport to where I was going in uh, Benicia, just, it's just so nice. There's like nice mountains, there's Dude. some water. It's good. It's nice. That so, drive, I don't mind. And yeah, not at all, man. And, and every, every drive there is like, you're going to get something good yeah. in there. And like when you get big nature in it, it really, it humbles you, man. It's like really nice to just to be like, I feel like in, in, um, so we drive to Kansas city often to visit my brother and sure. sister-in-law and don't get me wrong. It's fun, but I almost feel like I'm not moving yeah. because it's just flat land. It's yep. just like, I'm, it's like, Oh man, am yep. I, when am I going to get there? Dude? Yep. You know, I feel like it's just like, I'm on this, like, how far is Kansas city from here? It's about an eight hour drive. Oh man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How long is the flight? About 45 minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. We make a thing of it. You know, we like, we do the, the, the road trip thing. Um, yeah. it, it's like, it's like that, that last hour, 45 minutes of driving. That's unbearable. Yeah. It's like, oh, dude, I could feel it, yep. dude. I could feel like you're it. You're so close. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. salivating. It's like, you're so close. Dude, a hundred percent. But, um, yeah, man, definitely. If, if you, if your dad wants to do that, that should be enough of a reason for you guys to just rent a car and yeah. get out there and do it, man. I'll let him know. He's so much fun. Yeah, dude. I would highly sure. recommend it. For sure. But anywho, why don't we go ahead and dive in, bro? What do yeah. you think? Yeah. Um, so, so I know we were talking a little bit before, yeah. um, and you know, I don't want to put you on the spot so you don't have to give me anything polished or anything like that. Yeah. But, um, like we, I think one thing like would be good to try out is just like an, like an elevator pitch. Right. Sure. And if, if you were going to introduce yourself to me, um, and let's say we weren't in, Let's say we weren't in a work setting, right? Sure. We were outside of it, um, and I I bumped into you, and you and we like kind of got chatting. What what would you say um, in terms of introducing yourself to me? I mean, aside from saying, "Hey, you know, I'm Viral Vias." Yeah, yeah. I I think I'd probably just. I think normally when I start conversations, it may not be an elevator pitch, but normally when I start conversations, I just try to connect on some level, right? Like you find common ground, you take people to higher ground, right? And so I would. Probably just be like, hey, Amr, Amr, oh, where are you from in India? Like, I try to connect yeah, with you, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, are you Indian or whatever, right? And I try to connect and go from there. But if I were to, you know, just give you, like, my little spiel, it's like, hey, my name's Viral. Uh, I grew up in the Chicagoland area in a, in a you know, Indian family. Um, I'm, I work in healthcare, and I just really like to, you know, play sports and travel and just enjoy myself and kind of see where that goes. And then based on that, yeah, um, take the conversation from there. Cool, man. So you got kind of a, 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 a well-rounded approach, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think I read in this book and I think my dad told me too, like if you're going to meet somebody and you're having a conversation, you could probably use this acronym and like all throughout pharmacy school, I had to like remember acronyms to kind of like yeah, yeah, get you by. memorize everything, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not the smartest tool in the shed, <laughs> but uh, so it was form. It was family, occupation, recreation, and message. Oh, snap. So like if I was going to meet you, Amr, I'd be like, hey, my name's Viral. Like, you know, you give me your name. Be like, oh, it's great. Like, you know, are, are you from the area? You'd say yes. And I try to end more, ask more open-ended questions, right? Yeah. So I'd be like, oh, like, what does your family look like? Or if you had a kid or someone, I'd be like, oh, you know, who is that? I'd ask like, what do you do? Tell me more about what you do. What do you like to do for fun? Yeah. Open-ended questions. And then kind of as people talk, they kind of like feel you more, you know? Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome, man. And that's what, that's one thing I like about, I like about you, man, is like, you're someone who likes to connect with people yeah. and not just kind of, you know, stop the conversation yeah. at hi, hello. Yeah. Um, Thanks, man. No, yeah, of course, dude. I think and that's how we met. I probably bothered you at work and I was like, Hey man, let me keep bothering this guy. Hey man, do you know how to, you know how to print things? I, was like, <laughs> oh, I don't dude. Hook me up. Can you teach me? <laughs> um, yeah, dude. No, no. I, so, so that's really good. So we got, so we got, you're in healthcare. Mm -hmm. um, you like pharmacist. Play, pharmacist. Yep. Like to play sports. Yep. Um, so, so tell me a little bit about, um, what do you call it? Tell me a little bit more about like the, let, let's go back, right? Let's, yeah. let's take it back to the beginning. Okay. So, so you, you grew up in the Chicagoland area. Yeah. So I grew up in a, in a suburb called Mount Prospect. Okay. Um, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No. And then, and then, so, so I'm assuming your parents um, your second generation 
first first gen- first generation. So my parents immigrated from India here. Okay. I was born and raised here. Oh, okay, okay. So you're first generation yep. here. Okay. Yep. So your parents grew up in India. What part of India? Gujarat. Gujarat. Yeah, different parts of Gujarat. So we're Gujarati, hundred percent. Snap. Oh, represent yeah, there. Yeah. What's up, boy? <laughs> um, so so my my mom is from Nadiad. Okay. Um, near Ahmedabad, right? Okay. So what? my dad is from Ahmedabad. Okay. And my mom is from Baroda. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice, yeah, yeah. dude. So normally, like, if I meet someone or if I'm, again, this goes back to the connecting piece. If I'm trying to connect with someone, I have nothing in common with them. I ask them where they're from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I say, oh, I'm from, you know, some specific part of India. Great. Oh, my dad's from Gujarat. Oh, great. What part? Ahmedabad. My mom's from Berta. Okay, great. Here we go. We open some up. You dude. bring the barrier down, right? They're like, who's this rando? Yeah, yeah, bring exactly. Bring the barrier down. Makes them, it humanizes them yeah, a little bit, for right? Sure. Um, yeah, it's interesting because only my mom is from India. Okay. And my dad's from Africa. Okay. Um, but you know, there's a whole host. A lot of, of Indian India. people are from Africa. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's a little different, you know, yeah. like than the normal Indian you'd see. Yeah. You but know? so then I'd, I'd say, hey, Elmer, actually, my my dad's grandfather's grandfather went grandfather's grandfather or grandfather somewhere up the line. Yeah. They were actually in Kenya. Yeah. And that's that's where they kind of had to get stationed for work and huge connect on that way. And there's. So my last name is Vyas. There's actually a lot of Vyases that I learned yeah. are from Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, my my um my grandmother, mm-hmm. Bain, um, mm-hmm. her her maiden name is Vyas, Premila Vyas. Dude, we're probably related yeah. somehow. Somewhere along the line, we're probably connected, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um so okay. Dude, we're gonna talk about this offline. Remind me. Yeah, I, yeah. I have a question that may not be <laughs> suitable for this, but yeah. Um yeah, dude. Uh we'll we'll go into that. Uh so so your parents Well so side noting, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh so Pandya. Pandya is Brahmin, right? Yep. yep. So we're Brahmin too. Brahmin bros. I'm pretty sure we're related somehow. Link up, dude. Yeah, Catch yeah, yeah, yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, yeah. So so your parents came to mm-hmm. America. Did they come to sh- Chicago, Illinois first? Or mm. I'm I'm assuming they landed in New York somewhere. No, no. No? No, which would be the norm, but no. Right. <laughs> uh my dad's family my dad's brother was here. So he came here. Okay. My mom's Gaka was here. Okay. So that's why they came here. Okay. And so they both came to Chicago. They both came to Chicago straight and you both so your families. dad has one brother? My dad has one older brother uh-huh. and one older sister. And one older sister. And my mom has one older sister and one younger brother. Oh, wow. Okay, so... Yeah, yeah. We got and all... My mom's side of the family is pretty much all in the area. Oh, nice. Um, Yeah, pretty much all, like, within... If you look on, like, you know, Golf Road. <laughs> yeah, that's all you guys? <laughs> pretty much, from traffic to displays. Let's go, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Golf Road is one of those roles, roads that the uh, the Indians have claimed yep, big yep. time. It's it's nobody else's. Um, but, uh, so they came to Chicago, and yep. do you know what year they came? In the eighties. In the eighties, right? That seems to be when everyone came. Yeah. Um. So they came so in the eighties. My my mom's kaka, so my dad, my dada on my mom's side. Yeah. His youngest brother, I think, came like in the seventies, maybe. Okay. Seventies or late sixties or something. Yeah. And uh, he came, and like, so they all kind of the story of that is, you know, I think my my dada's dad had passed away when they were younger. And so the mom had kind of uh, scraped together a lot of, you know, somehow figured out how to, the mom and the brothers, I think it was four brothers. Yeah. They kind of scraped together how to figure out how to send the youngest brother to make it. Right. Like so they he made it. All eggs in one yep. basket, dude. And so like this, this uh, Dada, Urgent Dada was like the hope of the family. Nice. And so Urgent Dada came here and then he started bringing everyone one by one. Wow. And that's how they kind of did that. Wow. And yeah. Ar- you said Arjun Dada was your your mom's Gaka. Gaka. Yeah. So my Dada, like my my mom's dad's brother. Okay. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's that's scary. Yeah. It's interesting because <laughs> like you'll like like I'll talk to people and like they'll be like, oh yeah, I know Arjun. I'm like oh great, I know Urgent this time. Like all right, cool. Like, I don't cool. Know. <laughs> I don't have to tell you. <laughs> He's got cloud apparently, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um. So okay. So they so they come here uh-huh. and they 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 both moved to Chicago separately or were they married in India? No, so that's a interesting story. Um, my dad's, if I understand the story correctly, my my dad's brother was here. Okay. How he got here, I don't really remember. Whatever, but he yeah. was here. I think his wife's family or somehow somehow he got here. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, but my mom, I think either used to work for my my dad's brother, so my kaka. Nice. Or like babysit my cousins. I okay. don't know the exact story, but I know for a fact that she hung out with my cousins, and so. My mom actually knew my cousins 
before she knew my dad. Wow. Yeah, and so they kind of met, got introduced. I'm not exactly sure of the details and whatnot, love, yeah. love letters or whatever. Um, and then my dad got married, and then they moved here. Nice. From what I understand. So love marriage. Yes, love marriage. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Love marriage, to Look your point. <laughs> yes, yes, something in your wheelhouse, right? Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, I think I think if I, if I understand correctly, they're different, like, so my dad's Brahmin. My mom is, there's like something different about the kind of Brahmin or there's something like different that it wasn't like kosher or whatever. Sure, and sure. And so like the families weren't about it or whatever. And so, and, and you know, like in Indian culture, there's like certain times or years that you can get, or certain uh, certain time of the year that you can get married and yeah. whatnot. So. Um, Maksha and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Let's so go. Like there's, I think in December you can't get married or something. Okay. So they got married in December. They didn't care what the families thought. Nice. It was a true like. You know, a couple of trailblazers, huh? Yeah, Look yeah. at that. So it's like in the 80s. I uh, dude. So like my dad's pretty like opinionated about it. He'll be like, listen, if I want to get married to you, I'm gonna get married to you. Boom, boom. Like, yep. Doesn't matter what the parents think. Call it a day. Strong like, man. Obviously, dude. obviously, like much more politically nicer or whatever. But that's Good. the gist of it. Yeah. Good for him, dude. Yeah. Good for him. Right. Yeah. Taking charge. dude. I like so, that. Um, yeah. So they got married and uh, I think they lived with my my kaka, my dad's brother for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. And then he moved. He got he was in the farm industry. He moved, went somewhere else, I think Michigan at the time. And so that's how I have some ties to Michigan. But um, then my parents moved to Mount Prospect. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Very good, very good. So we've we've come to Mount Prospect here. Yep. Um, and again, dude, very, very hard knocks, mm-hmm. right? A lot of like, I don't know if this is going to work out, yep. but I'm going to do it. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting, right? Because like those people in that generation they don't really have like i feel like in our generation we're like oh should we we were talking about like moving right like oh should i do this should i not in their generation they don't really have the choice of do i want quartz countertops do i want granite countertops <laughs> floor do ceiling want, windows yeah do i want corian <laughs> do i want porch whatever like no nah, like it is what it is and like floor to ceiling windows what is that i'm yeah. happy i have i'm happy i have something you know how dare you yeah and so it's interesting they just figure it out and they make it work yeah and to that point, I was talking to somebody who's uh, either the vice president or chief pharmacy officer of a, of a very big health plan, mm-hmm. and I'm very type A, if you can't tell, and uh, this individual is also very type A, sure. and uh, this individual is like, hey, you know, if you're at some point, like us type A people, you gotta, you want to make decisions with all the data, right, and you want to have all the information, you're never going to have all the information. At some point, you just got to jump and do mm-hmm. it, and that's mm-hmm. kind of like to the point of these immigrants, right? Yeah. The first generation people, like they didn't have everything figured out. They just had to do the best with what they had. Yep, yep. And that and that's that's scary. You yeah, know, that's very scary. I'm actually reading this book right now called Anti Fragile, and um, it it says that you know like volatility is good for human beings, right? Yeah. Like it, like you were just saying, like we have this need to like always know the outcome, yeah. right? But that's actually detrimental to doing things, right? Mm. And they they say that like you know you should control the risk but not like define it 100 percent. like right. the, the the risk should not kill you or be yep. detrimental like so detrimental that it derails you completely but a certain amount of risk is going to be beneficial to you you know Who, who's the author of this book uh, as you're talking about i kind of want to read that it's uh nasim talib yep exactly cool, cool, cool. yeah yeah dude i can even give you that book once i'm done with it wow. man it's 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 a good book dude you'll cool. really like it and especially for someone like you know us who's very yeah, yeah. are very fact-based yeah yeah it it, it it volatility is more fact-based than you think it is really right? and like i'm really excited to read it now it's good it's good it's a little dense but i think you someone like you will really yeah, really yeah. like it but what, what i'm trying to say is even your your parents and are, are that or didn't even have that definable risk yeah. they had completely 99 percent risk of yep. failure man yep. you know like no type of foresight they were just i'm gonna make this shit yep. work and that's it. There's no other option. Yeah. And, and it's it's interesting to that point, right? Like my dad has sometimes said, he's like, hey, you know, uh, like what's the worst that can happen? And can you live with it? Two questions. What's nice. the worst that could happen? And can you live with it? Nice. Both answers are, you know, like, yes, yes. Go for it. Dude, your dad seems like a very, very... Um, forward-thinking man dude yeah. simple but forward-thinking pretty he's pretty progressive for his time let's put it that it way seems that way from yeah, what you're seeing you know what I mean? yeah i've only spoken to him a couple of times yeah, but he seems yeah. like a pretty chill dude you know <laughs> yeah um but and yeah certain issues, uh, certain issues maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> um cool so so we come to, we come to mount prospect right yep. and um you you have siblings yeah i have one younger brother yep 
and he's four years younger than me four years younger than you so so you come along um and um you you start and uh, when you're about a couple years away from kindergarten your brother pops in yeah so my uh and at that time my grandfather and grandmother on my my dad's side yeah. they lived with us or they would you know come back and forth from india or whatever but they they were like there and uh so i don't remember the exact story of how it worked out but i remember that my mom made us speak Gujarati at home. Yeah. And she was like, you'll learn English when you go to school. So we spoke Gujarati at home, and I went to kindergarten speaking Gujarati. Yeah. So I was, like, super confused. Yeah. And uh, I remember I had a teacher. I think her name was Miss Barbie. I'm not sure if it was or if I just called her Miss Barbie. I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> Probably would do something like that. Uh, but uh, I would speak Gujarati to her, and there was, like, a kitchen. I'd, like, try to explain everything to her in Gujarati, and she's like, this kid needs to be in ESL or something. Sums up. <laughs> yeah, so then I went to ESL. And all my all my colleagues or the people that I would remember um, all spoke Spanish. So I was a dude trying to speak Gujarati to people who were speaking Spanish to a teacher who was trying to teach English. So it was a big shit show, huh? Uh, it, was, it, was, it was a big fun mess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I yeah. I, same same for me. So like we we grew up speaking Gujarati until we went to um, school. High school. No, no, yeah, <laughs> until we went to college actually. Yeah. Um, but, uh, they, 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 I wasn't put in any of that stuff. Okay. I don't know. Somehow it worked out. Yeah. Um, but do you, do you think, um, there's, there's benefits there's, what are the benefits to you of being like bilingual? Well, I think it's super beneficial. Yeah. I just think you can connect with a lot of people. Right. So like, and I don't always like super transparently. I don't always probably maybe acknowledge this or, or think this is as great as like it probably is. Yeah. I don't know the right word for it, but like people who have multiple languages or speak multiple languages, right? Like if you think about it, it just shows that they're, I read this somewhere that it shows that they're brave that, Hey, they took a chance to come somewhere new and learn something new. Yeah. Not only that from like a business and like a, a career perspective, it makes them more marketable. We're in a global world. Yeah. It makes them much more marketable. Yeah. 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 Um, Being able to understand, I think other perspectives yep. and it's like, like, for example, like, you know, I work, one of my coworkers is Brazilian mm -hmm. and she speaks English, not well, but she speaks English. And, um, but she does, she, she uh, elicits a lot of behavior. Like my mom was when she was younger, okay. right? Like that immigrant yeah. mentality, right? Yeah. Like all about the family, like very, very like worrisome as yeah. a mother, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, even I wouldn't attribute all that to being bilingual, but I can understand her perspective Maybe because I speak my maker. own language yeah. and yeah, I came up from a, from that type of yep. background and the language is part of that. Right. Yeah. You, and like you get different tones and voices and you can, I can tell like her tone is, is like a Brazilian tone. Like that's how she would speak if it was Brazilian or okay. Portuguese. Right. Right. Um, but she's trying to con converse in English with that same type of tone. Yeah. And I think like a lot of the American folks don't really understand like why she's speaking that way. And I'm like, dude, don't worry. It's just that immigrant abrasion yeah. that like, they don't know how the soft skills. Right? right. And I think being bilingual has helped me personally with kind of pivoting that landscape and being more understanding. Yeah. I don't know if you find that, you know? Yeah, no, you, I feel like you are more understanding or you can relate to people. Cause it's like, that's, how your family is or, or was right yeah yeah no exactly man um so so you go to um you go to elementary school and um did you have trouble like meshing because of the fact that you couldn't speak english right away i don't remember right? so probably not yeah so i think you. i, I think don't remember so probably not i mean i feel like and i don't know i'm sure there is bullying and stuff that happens but i feel like you know kids in school are pretty normal i mean i feel like i did get bullied at the time but i thought it was no, like nor not normal but like normal like, yeah, yeah, nothing out of whatever. the ordinary. Yeah, like whatever, you know. Yeah, kids are kids are ruthless about yeah. things that aren't like normal to them. You know, yep, they're pretty yep. like bogus about it. So like I, would, I remember in elementary school, um, I would bring like Indian food, so oh. like tepla or like rotli or something like that. I would bring, um, like once I made the you know thing of like bringing shock or something that was like very um, aromatic, mm -hmm. and you know <laughs> people were like, "What the heck is going on?" But after that, I would. There's like teplas and pakris and rotlis that I would bring or whatnot. And like there was a time where I would get bullied and people were like, oh, like, what is this? Blah, blah, blah. But then yeah, like, it is what it is. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think it, it shaped me or like it made me any different. Like, I don't think it was to that extreme, you know? Yeah, 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 man. No, it's interesting. It, it hits everyone in different ways. And, you know, kids are just like these moldable yeah. things and like. It's very interesting. And then you seem pretty like, okay, you know, with your identity, dude, I completely denied it for so yeah. long. I was like, dude, I'm not Indian. man. Yeah, I, yeah. And like, I would just like kind of really just 
put all that stuff on the side yeah. because I thought people would make fun of me for yeah. that exact thing for like bringing yeah. Indian food. Yeah. And then like in high school, I finally was just like, you know what, F it, dude. I'm, I'm Indian, man. Yeah. And then so like <laughs> I would just bring Indian food and I realized that nobody gave a fuck dude everyone <laughs> yeah. was like oh dude that's that looks good that looks good and i'm like dude it was all in my head but i think it's different right like it's different as you grow i think yeah because like in elementary school it's like oh like this is a random person or whatever right like as we grow and as like i think it's more commonplace and talked about it's like oh this isn't right or oh i shouldn't do this i, I don't know it's no just, yeah. you're right you're you're 100 right i, I feel I'm like i'm not saying your pain was different than my pain but. my pain was worse <laughs> dude, are you kidding me? um no i i think it was tough there was no yeah. There was no rule book or there was no like code of conduct procedure yeah. book for being a, like a an immigrant youth, yeah. right? Because our parents were really kind of clinging to the Indian ways, right? right? And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you right. know, you, you see even like, you know, people nowadays, like youth nowadays who really just still cling to the the culture. And that's right. good. You shouldn't, I don't think you should lose it. But there's all, you also have to assimilate, right? right? You also can't just like create your own little India here in the right. United States unless, you know, you want to just live in that bubble. So there was like a a, a balance you had to find of like yeah. be, I'm American, but I'm also I'm Indian. an American Indian. Yeah, exactly, yeah. man. So like, uh, or whatever the proper term is, but I think yeah, yeah, Alaska Native. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, yeah, dude. Um, what did you, what did you have any conundrums like that? Like major conundrums coming up, trying to like find your identity as a. Yeah, I think I think I did right. Like I think I didn't want to be like. I think there was a phase where I was like, oh, I don't want to be like Indian or you know. I don't want to be Indian, but like, I don't want to be different. I think was the basic fundamental thing. Like, I don't want to be different. Or I don't want to be like cast out or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it just kind of, I don't know that there was anything that I did that made it work out. It just kind of worked out. Yeah. You just kind of came into your own yeah. one day, right? It just kind of yeah. happened for you. Yeah. I feel like that's like how, it, how it happens. One day yeah. you just like, it just works. You yeah. Know? You're just like, I'm Hopefully. just going to be me, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I Hopefully. guess, you know, but, yeah. um, that's cool, man. And then, so what you said, you played some sports. Did you play sports in, in yeah, school? Yeah, so I played basketball in high school for a little bit. Nice. And then I played volleyball in high school. Nice, so, dude. Yeah, yeah. So I played I played a couple sports. Um, I tried to play basketball, like, later on, like, after sophomore year. And I was way too skinny. I was way too small. Yeah. Just, it wasn't going to work out. Way too slow. Dude, yeah. dude, have you seen the, the high schoolers nowadays, bro? Oh. Dude, the high schoolers nowadays are, like, shooting up bro oh, like really? i was like i thought i was tall because i was like 5 11 but like dude now like you look at some folks like my cousin he's like 23 uh-huh. dude he's like 6 4 oh my god like, you're a brown kid bro what yeah. is going on yeah dude? Like, i wish i was i really wish i was tall dude it's, yeah. it's those gmos bro <laughs> <laughs> growth spurts are coming in yeah. hot man um yeah. yeah no i feel you though it was it's tough i think it, so I, I I'm trying to figure out if it was like genetics or lack of emphasis. Like right, for example, right, like Indian parents, I think they encourage you to be active, uh-huh. but to a certain point. Yeah, like you do schoolwork, right? Like that's first, and probably rightfully so. Right, but like, even for me, like there there was a point where like my parents were going to invest in sports anymore for me like they took me everywhere yeah. right but like when i want to like move to like the next best team or something right. like that it was kind of like uh we're, we're good here you know yeah, yeah. and so i you know I, i'm trying to figure out if it was like hey is it is it genetics am i just indian and i can't yeah. move as fast as everybody else or is it just that wasn't emphasized when i, I was a probably kid a mix of both right? right like i know people that like now in today's generation so the people that are I, th- I guess they're still millennials, like their 40s, right? So yeah, like yeah, yeah. The people that are in their 40s, they have kids that are growing up. Maybe late, they're late in the late 40s, so they have kids in high school or middle school or whatever. Like they're putting them in sports and, and things of that sort. And it's kind of that point of if you practice, you may be able to recoup that or make up that gap. I just don't think it was something that was really emphasized. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even there were people, there would be people that would play like travel or play club teams. It wasn't a thing. My parents, didn't, I don't think, had the time to do that. They're like, you get one sport or one activity, boom, cool. Yeah. And I don't think it was something that they understood or realized that, hey, this is what's going to make them go to that next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a tough conundrum, dude. And I know, like, you know, you find it in every realm of life where I personally, I'm, I'm okay with being, like, like, good at a lot of things yeah. and maybe not specializing in one thing. Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. Man. Right. We were talking about being a product manager, yeah, yeah. right? Like a product manager forces you to be well versed in a lot of areas, yeah. and I think like that's a, a skill. That that's why I align with that type of yeah. role because I like knowing like broad strokes items, you know. And um, you don't but, need to know the nitty gritty minutia, and if you need to know it, you can ask somebody about it. Right. Exactly, and I think that's where we 
or like, like give me the bigger picture. I was talking to my boss about this, that it would be cool to like work on strategy or like the bigger picture, like work on the bigger picture of something. I like the, the minutia and the nitty gritty, like it'll bore me. Like, I just want to know the bigger picture, the vision, let me set that cast it and then you go run with it. Right. And then you like, I'll, I'll give you the structure you manifest yep. it and things like that. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because, um, it keeps you dynamic. It yeah. keeps you learning new skills, yeah. um, things like that. And we're by no means at the point where I don't want to like polish my skills anymore. Yeah, right. Yeah. I want to keep like, you know, just kind of sharpening that, yeah. that, that tool there. Um, what do you call it? Like even, you know, I work in higher education and like right now, a lot of it is like, you know how everything's social media nowadays. So I'm sitting there like, dude, we need to connect with like influencers yeah. and like, you know, like the whole metaverse thing yeah, and yeah. like VR stuff. Like, can people take courses like on their VR sets and things like that? And like, I'm lucky that I can have those types of conversations, but potentially allocate investment there yeah. as opposed to being someone who's like in the weeds, like a campus advisor, completing calls to like prospective students yeah. every day. Some people like that, man. And I'm not yeah. going to knock that career path. Right. But it's just not one that I feel like, you know, you or I are destined to be yeah, on. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't, I like having an unidentifiable like journey. Right. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know where I'm going to go, but I'm excited to just kind of yeah, go yeah. along, you know, for sure. Um, but anyway, we're kind of getting off there. Yeah, um, you said tangents were okay. And we're good with tangents, dude. <laughs> Who said that wasn't okay, dude? Um, but um, so we, we we're back. We're elementary school. Elementary school, I'm right? I'm younger brother, four years younger than me. Four years younger than yeah, you. I think we were in school together for a hot minute. Yeah. Um, but it was like that weird phase where I was like, I don't know, you man, leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you have you have a brother who's older, right? I have an older brother. Yeah. How much older is he? He's a year and a half older. Oh, so you're kind of closer, right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so then from there I went to middle school, and I did a year. So the middle school that I went to was oh no, yeah, yeah. The middle school I went to was sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Okay. But after sixth grade, I moved to another suburb where middle school was seventh and eighth grade. Oh. So it was like a whole new mix a whole new spiel or whatever wow um yeah so and then that's kind of where i grew up in that area okay so then so then in terms of like so from the time you re you can remember right so you know i know brown families in particular because we both come from them yeah um they put a lot of weight in that older brother role yeah. right like you 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 take on I, i'm not gonna say it was yours but you take on almost a third parent role yeah, yeah, was, yeah. was that something that was put on you and like how'd you how'd you bear that i think i probably was more of a parent to my brother than a brother uh-huh uh like oh i do this do this like i would go do stupid stuff but like he had to do the right thing right like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh yeah i think i don't know I, I don't know if it was like the best way to go about it but like it is what it is like what do you know right yeah um yeah yeah did you did you feel like and not 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 in a negative sense right. did you feel like you had to carry that on you like did you feel like you were responsible for his well-being yeah because it's like oh if you're old, make sure he's good oh if you're old, do this oh if you're old, do this if like and like i think as we got older like my brother's probably way more self-sufficient than me okay um yeah like he could probably make better food than me or whatever right like sure. he can do his thing um but like when i was younger it's like oh if you're old, you're responsible go do this if you're old, like you're responsible for him go make sure this is done oh man like you know after a while it's like, i don't want to do this like <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know um but yeah no i feel you man i feel you you know and i i never personally i don't have a younger sibling right so yeah. i don't know you're the spoiled one i'm the spoiled one dude i i got attest to it dude everyone everyone got their uh got their trial and error out and i <laughs> i was i was i was good about it um so i felt i felt like my brother though did have to bear some of that yeah. like he constantly like had to he was he was the he was the trailblazer right like yeah. whether it was a good experience or a bad experience like he had to take it and he had to like forge his path and yeah. then he could tell me the lessons learned right. right and i um i'm grateful for him for that right because he um i there was a lot of things i like dodged because yeah. you know he he got hit with them yeah, yeah. um but um you know I, I i'm just always interested to hear if other older siblings yeah. like if like i know other older siblings who are just like you know i'm, I'm that's not my responsibility bro yeah. i'm you're your own person yeah. there's others who are very hyper focused in like shaping that person and it could be for like hey um i'm gonna like um i need control right i need right. i need to be type a yeah you can flip that up a little bit if it's going down there you oh, go oh, yeah is it good? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like some, some siblings, like I said, are hands off. Others have that need to like 
prodigize their little yeah. sibling, right? I don't and think that, I prodigize my brother at all. And that has an effect, yeah. right? That has an effect on, on, on an older sibling and a younger sibling yeah. and their dynamic because like the parents are trying to work on the kid and the parents are trying to work on the older sibling to the kid. Yeah. So it, it can create a distance where it's like, dude, I don't even know if you're my older brother. You yeah. might be my parent. Like, you know what I'm saying? True, true. Yeah, and I think I think there was a point where I was like, you're your own person. Like, leave me the heck alone. Like, I don't want to be responsible for you. Or like my parents would be like, hey, if you're old, make sure he's like doing this. One. Leave me alone. Like, it's not my problem. It's your problem. Like, right. You know? right. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I think I think that is there's a point to that. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, you know, anyway, I'm just asking for dynamics, yeah, you know, yeah. just to see how that how that ended up. Um, so so let's say we go to we go to we go to high school yep. and you you go to college. Right. And yep. Have you, you've decided I'm going into farm school. It's a great story. Right? Let's yeah, go. <laughs> yeah. So um, you want the interview answer or the actual answer? We're on a podcast. Come so I'll on. give you the actual answer. Give me the answer, man. So, I'm trying uh, to hear it. I didn't want to go to college. I thought college was a scam. Okay. So uh, I told my dad, I was like, we're Indian, so I got to go to college. Like, let's run a business. Yeah. And so I was like, Mark Zuckerberg didn't go to school. Bill Gates didn't go to school. And uh, um, Zuckerberg, Gates, and there's somebody else that didn't go to college. They all dropped out. And I was like, well, like, why would I go? That's dumb. I was like, these people hired people that went to college and they all dropped out. Yeah. So why would I go? My dad was like, listen, we came from India. And so my dad has a master's in organic synthetic chemistry from India. But when he came here in the 80s, it didn't equate over. So right. in America, he has like no degree technically. And and so he didn't have the, the time or the money or whatever to go back and get another degree. And to, also to the point, like he studied from the same books. So he's like, this is stupid. Why am I going to pay money and go do the same thing again? again? Yeah. Right. And so, but he always had this thing where he was like, hey, my kids will have an American degree. Yep. At least one. And I was like, cool, man. Uh, college is a scam. So wherever I went, uh, there was a community college there where um, if you're in the top 10% of your school, you could go for free. I don't want to pay for it. So I was like, great, let's do it for free. I went, I got this booklet and in there it said physical education. I told my dad, I was like, you don't care what I'm going to do, right? Because, you know, like t stereotypical Indian doctor, lawyer, engineer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like rebelling. I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm not going to do that. And so um, uh, I got this pamphlet and it said physical education. I was like, great. I could wear shorts. I could play sports and I could have my summers off and I'm ready to go. Yeah. My dad was, he was pretty smart about it. He was like, yeah, that's great, you know, but just realize the life that mom and I provided for you takes a solid six-figure income. Love it. Yeah. So you could either eventually get there or you could start there. And I think it was like 17 year old girl. I'm like, dad, that's dumb. Why would I eventually get there? I want to start there. Right. Right. And so, um, and so whatever. So I was like, okay, I got to go back. I went to my guidance counselor and, uh, my guidance counselor's funny story. I hated, hated school. Uh, like I, I like the social aspect of school. Right. Right. I like learning, but I like experiential learning. So field trips, yep. my jam. If you teach me about something and you show me and you take it to me and you like, I can feel the experience. Great. I don't want to sit and read a book. You tell me to read chapters. I'm going to fall asleep. Can't yep. do it. Yep. Um, and so I would go to my guidance counselor because I hated calculus because I didn't see the point. Like, so if you don't useless. Yeah, like, if you don't explain to me the why of why I should learn something, I don't care. And so I hated calculus. I wanted to get out. And so I would go to my guidance counselor and I would be like, hey, I need help. Uh, I got a problem, whatever. She's like, dude, you're in the top 10% of the school. Like, what, 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 what do you not understand? I was right. like, no, no. Like, you know, I'm very confused about my life and blah, blah, blah. So whatever. I developed a friendship there. And um, so I went to her and I was like, listen, Miss Wright, I hate college. College is a scam. My dad told me I got to go. I want to go. And so I was like, I need to get in and get out the quickest way possible. And I got to make six figures. Yep. And so she was like, okay, fine. She did some research, whatever. She was like, you could do this program where you could, and she like, so I read this book and in the book, it talks about the yes, yes technique. So if someone's disagreeing with you, you want to, you know, kind of get them on the same page, get them by saying yes, yes, yes. And as they're saying yes, they're getting in that phase of saying yes. Yeah. They'll eventually say yes to the thing or the chances of them saying yes to the thing that they were opposed to might be higher. And so, excuse me. And to that point, um, so I was telling her, and she was like, listen, if you go to get a bachelor's degree, it's four years. To make six figures, you need at least a master's. Yeah. Which is incorrect, but I just took her word for it, right? I didn't know. Yeah, you don't know better. Yeah, so I was like, okay, I need at least a master's. She's like, that's five years. But if you do this pharmacy program, that's six years. And you'll have a doctorate degree, so people will call you doctor. Nice. Spoiler alert, nobody calls me doctor. <laughs> um, and she's like, you'll make six figures. I'm like, okay, cool. And at the time, I walked over to the, the store that I worked at. 
and I would like stock stuff on the shelves at this uh, at Target. And there was this pharmacist that worked there. I just stared at her, and she had geriatric patients or older patients who would come during the the morning time. So I would look, and I'm like, oh, doesn't look like there's anybody here. She sits on a stool, plays on her phone. I could do that job. So good. Right. I like looked up on Glassdoor how much a pharmacist makes. I'm like, I'm sold. I'm done. Yeah. So next day I went to my guidance counselor. I was like, sign me up for this, this pharmacy thing. I don't know what it is, but apparently people are going to call me Dr. Viral and uh, I'm going to make six figures. Yep. That's how I decided to go to pharmacy school. There we go. Yeah. Very good. So that's, that's the logic behind it all. Nice, man. No, I, it's what I, what I think is you had good decision-making, good foresight. And I, I mean, a lot of it's for your own merit, but I kudos to your dad for letting you know the like the business uh, yeah. very clear. You know, yeah. um, I think that was a good thing. Like I think maybe me more so than my my brother, um, but we were very like early on like told, hey, this is like what it takes to run a household, like pretty transparently. Yeah, yeah, um, that's that's great because um, how do I, how do I say this? So you know. For immigrants who come here, and maybe anyone who is a little downtrodden, right? Sure. Maybe in the finance department, they they could be a little insecure about sharing yeah. that, right? And especially if they come here with nothing and yeah. don't have much to show for it per se, yeah, um, they might not want to share that, right? Yeah. But for your dad to be like, hey, you know what? Here's how we make do, and how you have such a fortunate life. Yep. And if you want that for yourself, here's what you got to do. Very yeah. simple, not hard. Yep. And um, that takes away a lot of the BS yeah. because you're not like, oh, I need this crazy rewarding career um, and to like just kind of be like all euphoric about my career. What I need is to come out on top every month and to like be able to do things. Once you come out of that like poverty line where you're just making ends meet, that's when you can have foresight. Yeah. That's when you can do some life planning. That's where you can be happy, you know, yeah. and it's good that your dad was able to kind of share that with you at an early yeah. age because and it's kind of to that point like we weren't we weren't by any means in the poverty line like my parents were doing good yeah. but we went on this one trip to india and every time we would go to india we would stay at my mama's house my uncle's house and his house was like very americanized and very like easy for us to accommodate or assimilate into yeah but this one trip my dad took me and he was like he took me and my brother you know he's like listen we stay in this nice area, but let me show you how people really live. Nice. And so we went to like the poverty areas and you're like, this is how people really live. Like there's no such thing as air conditioning here. Like, and so it just kind of made me have a perspective and really grateful, you know? Yeah. And I think to that point, you know, if people want to have careers that are rewarding and don't pay them the best, that's fine. I got no beef with that. Whatever. You can have a mix of both or you can have one or the other, whatever you do. You as your own life. I just knew for me, I just never wanted to have to worry about money. Like, right. I didn't want money to have to be a concern, dude. And 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 let's 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 like peel that back a little bit, right? And I I don't think it's about the money itself, right? It's um it's about some of the the things that come with the money. Like for example, like if I was really struggling, like I would not be like, "Yo, Vero, come over. I'll get you. We'll get dinner together. We'll we'll chill out. Whatever it is, you know. And we'll do that. And you know, it allows me to be generous and give back to yeah. the people I care about, yeah. you know? And if I, if I didn't have that, I would be generous with my time maybe. Right. Um, and I still am right. I think time is more valuable than money. Yeah. So I'll always give someone my time who I care about, but it's, it's also really nice where, Hey dude, I'll, I'll bring it in over one day yeah. or, Hey dude, I got this one. Don't yeah. worry. You know? And I, you know, it's, I, I, I'll pay for a good time. You know, yeah. like if it's with a good friend, someone I care about, I'll, 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 I'll cop that, you yeah. know? And, and those are the type of things that, um, you want to do with the people you love, right? Yeah. You want to be able to do those things. And if you can't you, and you see other people doing them, you might feel a little bit like, man, dude, what the hell? Yeah. Or you don't, you just don't want that to be a void between you and having good experiences, yeah. man, because people go their whole lives and they're just fucking nickel and diming. Yeah. And you're just, you're curbing yourself for good experience because you're too cheap, man. And yeah. You don't have the money. And it's like, and it's, it's interesting. Out, I think, I think I've kind of come to, I don't know if I come to terms isn't the right word, but there's been parts of my life where like when I was in high school, it was literally about the money. I was like, mm -hmm. I need to make, you know, this X amount of money and that's what I need to do. And that's why I'm going to this all throughout pharmacy school. I had in my wallet one day closer to 150 K one day closer nice, to 150 nice. Like that's literally what I had written down. Okay. Cause that's what I looked on Glassdoor and they told me that the pharmacist made I'm like, great. I didn't do any research. I was like, whatever. That's what it was. Right. But I just knew that a six figure would be able to let me live life the way I wanted. Yes. I didn't realize what debt was. I didn't realize what taxes was. I didn't realize anything. Yeah. But 
I think there is, you know, something to be said about people that, hey, like if they want a career that may not pay as much but is more rewarding, more power to them as long as they know that they're not going to like drive the Lamborghini or the Bugatti or whatever. And I don't need a Lamborghini or Bugatti. I just, like you said, I don't want to have to worry about buying a $12 meal or whatever, right? Like it shouldn't be a second thought. Right. Or like if I wanted to go do something or go have an experience, it shouldn't make a difference in my bank account. But if people don't want to do that, that's also their prerogative, whatever they want to do. Just for me, I just never wanted to have to worry about money. Right. Um, And I think growing up in an immigrant family, right, you kind of like, you know, like your parents had to hustle and they had to work really hard to like, just for you to have like the bare minimum average. I shouldn't say bare minimum average, but like to have a decent life, they had to struggle really hard. Yeah. And they were worried about money. Yeah. Like they were worried about the money, which is like, you know, fortunate for us, they set us up to like not worry about the money. Right. But you can see like, you know, in that generation, how it's affected them yep. like worrying about money. Right. Like it's, it's definitely kind of like, you know, it, it, it curbs their decision-making. Right. Yep. Even right now, like my, my parents don't do certain things because it's like cumbersome to pay for sometimes. Yeah. And I'm just like, I have to convince them. I'd be like, dude, go on that trip. Yep. Go do it. Like, why have you been working all these years if not to just do this right now? Yep. You know what I mean? Like be unremorseful. And like, you know, I think a lot of it is like, I don't know. I'll speak for my parents specifically. It's like, it's like they sometimes worry about who's going to take care of them when they get old. Mm. And I'm like, you got your family. Like, you know, you're going to get, but you can't just like hoard. You're gonna, they're going to have your parents move in. Ugh, dude, not right now. About this. <laughs> I, don't, um, I don't know what's happening, but dude, you've seen my, you've seen my situation here, bro. Ain't no room for them in here. Um, uh, but, um, I uh, love you, mom. But, uh, <laughs> um, I, I it's okay. It'll all work out. We good. We good. Um, uh, what do you call them? But, um, we, so like, I, 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 I just, um, don't ever want to have to say, Hey, look, you know what? I, I got to hang out, hang back on this experience because I just, I can't right now. And like, it's happened, right? Like a, a, a few years ago, um, uh, is that thing, is that thing dropping a little it bit? It keeps dropping. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. And we're back, son. Yeah. Well, it's a quick technical issue. Yeah, no problem. Technical difficulties, no worries. <laughs> um, but, um, uh, but yeah, to your point, it does curb the decision making and, you know, there's a lot of things that I feel like we can do that our parents may not be able to do, right? Like, for the simple fact that, like, mm, I don't know, just something, like, silly that you may not think about, right? Like, oh, a gym membership. Yep, yep. For them, it's self-care. like, Self-care. Oh, yeah, self-care. <laughs> like, I wanted to go buy something, right? Like, I wanted to go out to eat three times this week, right? Like, yeah. well, okay, I wanted to go out to eat. I'm going to go out to eat to a, a fancy restaurant. Yeah, instead yeah, of, yeah. You know, what is the, the Domino's $5 pizza or whatever, right? Like, and, and again, like very grateful because as a kid, I didn't know the difference. And it, it's not about that, right? But it's just if the parents want to be able to do something, they should be able to, right? It's just they deserve they to, it. They had to hustle and figure it out so that we could. And granted to the point, right? Like a lot of our, our immigrant parents came to America so that we could have a better future, right? So no, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And, you know, I, I see you doing your, doing your thing, man. You've been hustling, dude. You know, you're all over the place, dude. And, um, so outside of, outside of some of the, your, your day to days, I see you doing a couple other things on the side, man. Yeah. And, and give me a little bit, you know, let's, we don't have to go too deep into it, but give me a little bit of like your, your, your reasoning for the way you pivot, right? Like yeah. you seem to be a guy who has, you know, the Vias vision, yeah, um, in green, little, name, yeah. little hashtag, <laughs> right. You seem to be a guy who has a vision and I definitely don't want you to give away your secret sauce, but tell me a little bit about your motivations, you know, like what, why you do what you do, man. It's funny. I was on a, I was on a date or I was talking to this girl and I was like, Hey, like you can have the secrets, but you gotta, you gotta earn them. Like once you get married, then you can get the secrets there we go. to the Vias vision. But, <laughs> uh, but it was funny. But anyway, I think for me, it really comes down to, you know, people are like, Oh, like what's the vision or what, what do you want to do? Or, you know, like it's really simple. I just want to be able to do what I want to do when um, I want to do wherever I want to do it with whoever I want to do it, however I want to do it. It's very cool. simple. Good. I don't want to ever have to worry about money or time or someone saying, Viral, you can only go on lunch from 12 to 1. Or Viral, you have to sit in a cubicle from 9 to 5. No, I'm going to do it, like, very respectfully. I'm going to do what I want as yeah. long as I can get my work done or get whatever I need to get done, right? Yep, yep. And so I always want to be able to take that and push the limit. And I think, I was talking on another podcast about this, that I think earlier on in my career, I may have played a little more on the offensive then I went to pharmacy school and I racked up a bunch of debt because, you know, I have my own opinions about the educational system, but yep. that's 
maybe for another podcast. Um, but you know, I was like, Oh, what will happen if I don't pay this off? You know, what will happen if I don't pay this off? Oh, I have X amount of dollars, you know, uh, pharmacy school is, is, you know, a lot pharmacists are saturated and it's really hard to get a job and, and what will happen. And so I tried to like mitigate my risk as much as I could. And then I went back on the offensive, like, and when we worked at our time together, right? Like people know, I'm not going to say, if I don't like something like you're going to know. Yeah. And if I don't, if I think something is silly, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. And if it doesn't make sense, like adios, hasta la vista, baby, bye-bye. You know, like I'll go do something else. I'll figure it out. Yep. Yep. And I think that's kind of been where the pivots happen, right? Like every time there's been something that like doesn't align with the way that I think it should be done and granted I could be wrong, but Mm -hmm. it's just not the way that I think it's going to be done, you know? Yeah. Um, or it doesn't align with my values or what I want to do or how I want to live. Yep. I got to go. I agree. And I agree. Each time I've left, it's been for the better. Good. So. Good. And so, um, so it's working. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I, I like to hope so. Um, but you know, so yeah, I, I'm a pharmacist. I used to work in the community setting from there. I went to, um, you know, managed care organization from there. I went to the pharmaceutical industry and like. Outside of that, we have a family insurance business that yep. my, my dad primarily runs, but I kind of help out in that mm-hmm. and just kind of diversifying and, and I just always wanted to have options. Yeah. Yeah. I never yeah. want, it, it goes back to that immigrant of like, I never wanted to have to worry about money. And like my dad told me this kind of silly, but like, uh, a lot of things like when we were younger, my dad would like walk, you know, get groceries and we would like drive in the car with him. And so as, as a child, you can imprint on a child's mind by by telling them certain things or, or, you know, as you have these conversations, it imprints in their mind. And so one of the things he talked about, I was talking about this with someone the other day, uh, but one of the things he talked about was like, he was like, hey, Viral, uh, you know, you should never have to worry about money. Like if your wife wants to buy something, you should never have to worry about like them saying, oh, you know, this purse is 20 bucks and this purse is 50 bucks. Like not saying that they're going to be like wasteful or whatever, but yeah. like, it shouldn't have to be a question. And so I think as I've evolved and as I've grown, um, I've come to different ways to think about that in terms of like, I think both partners bring that to the table. Yeah. But like in, in old school, like Indian culture, right? It's like the man is the head of the house. Yes. The yes, man yes. brings the food to the table or like the money in the family. Yeah. And so from that point, he was just like, if your wife wants to work or she wants to do whatever, that's fine. But she shouldn't have to like stress about, oh, are we making ends meet? Mm-hmm. Like that's, you got to figure that out. Yeah. And so that kind of plays into that, right? Sure. The other piece was something that was, and uh, the other piece was something, you know, that he had said was when you get married, right? Like it's, it's you and your wife. And so your wife may disagree with the parents. And this is something that I, from where we previously worked, you know, uh, it's something that I, I learned a lot. And like as hearing people, they would have arguments with like the mother-in-law or like, you know, the husband would agree with the mother-in-law and not the wife or whatnot. And like my dad made it very clear. He's like, listen, you pick your wife, you pick your wife, you pick your wife. If you know, your parents disagree with you, you can respectfully disagree. And even if you agree with them, you do that. You go take care of your business behind closed doors. Yeah. But you and your wife are a united front. Right. And then you go and figure stuff out together. You talk it out, whatever, but you're never going to throw your wife under the bus. Never, Never. And so it's just like a lot of like interesting things that, kind of have imprinted in you know yeah i don't currently have a wife in case you were curious but. yo holla at my boy <laughs> he's available no, but um <laughs> my my soundboard is super like like <laughs> but anyway um no no i agree with i agree with your points and i, I like the I, I like the flavor you're putting on it and you know um the garam masala you know a little bit a little bit of a garam masala on there a that little bit too. of throw a little tanu on there as well why don't you <laughs> um <laughs> I no, dude. I I agree with this whole mango pickle, Atano. dude. So, do you like um, do you like uh, like do you like um, like gorkeri? I like, do, like chundo and stuff. I didn't like it when I was younger. Yeah, but as I got older, it became an acquired taste, dude. Some, some rotli and gorkeri, dude. Yeah. So, all right. So, does your I don't everyone calls it different. Does your so it's like that breakfast food, like like gobage. Does your mom make that? It's like cabbage. Um, I thought that's like a shock, like a dinner item. So. There's a dinner version of it, right? There's a dinner version of it, but okay. there's like a nasto version of it. Dude, Mama Pond, you're gonna bring that. Dude, over. I gotta give it to you next yeah, time. Yeah, so, <laughs> so what I'll do is I'll take like tiki bakri uh-huh. and put some of that like you know cabbage stuff in there uh-huh. and throw a little like gorkiri on top, make like a little burrito out of it. There you go. Dude, I should start my oh. own restaurant. There dude, you go. Are you kidding me? <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> anywho, um, what do you call? Uh, no, so this whole this whole th- 
view yeah. of of your of a partner right yeah. is very interesting for us right as individuals yeah. because you know i do think like what you said is true where hey you know like you were saying hey if your wife wants a purse or something like that it's like hey she should be able to get it blah 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 what have you i'm cool with that i'm good with that but at the same time i'm like you know norms are different now man like yeah. i definitely don't want to be taking care of somebody else True. in that traditional sense like, i don't True. want to have like to take care of you as if you were a child yeah right like i need a partner yeah. who's gonna challenge me and call me on my shit and yeah. really not be afraid to do that um and i would expect them to do uh, uh, they would expect the same from me yeah. right it's a do it's a partnership and i i agree with you it's like even if it was my parents and if they we're saying something to my wife and if, if if let's say she was wrong even in my eyes i would just flip the bird to my parents i'd be like you know what even in that moment like i'll say she's wrong behind closed doors with her with only. her one-on-one -on -one. exactly yep. i will never never do that and um i'm just i'm just interested to see like you know obviously you know you're single right now so you don't have it but it'd be cool to see how you like shape your own relationship yeah. you know once you get into that because you know there is you know there is a lot of couples that you'll see that still follow the, the 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 path that our parents followed, right? You know, wife's the homemaker, guy's the breadwinner, and that's fine. Yeah. Nothing against that. But there's also other paths. Like that's yeah. why I like to just tell everyone there's something else there, right? Yeah. If you want it, you can find something else. Yeah, you know, there's and I think do it. to your point, right? Like it, it, that's the piece that I had said that I think I understood that. Like the way that I kind of remember stuff is like. My mind's pretty small, so I have to like take these concepts and like relate it to how it remembers in my mind. Right, right. And so what I got out of that conversation is I was like, dude, just make so much money that you never have to worry about money. Yeah. Like, you don't need to be a billionaire. You just don't have to worry about money. Like, that's mm -hmm. just what it has to come down to. And obviously, there's pieces of like, you know, my dad would always say, hey, live below your means, but keep increasing your means. Yes. Right. But like, your dad's a smart guy, man. He's, Tell he him I said what's up, dude. dude. Yeah, you should, you should write a book. You know. Yeah. Um. But so, to that point, right? So. I don't want to take care of somebody, right? Like, it's nice to be able to be like, oh, I want to take care of you. But I, there's this, I think it's a rapper or an RB singer. His name's Fabulous. Oh, yeah. And he has this, this line. And I tell people this all the time. It's like his line where he says, I'm a movement by myself, but we're a force when we're together. Yeah, there you, you make go. me better. Oh, that's from, the, when Neil was in that song, right? Or it was, there was a singer in that song too, right? Dude, I don't know. I do. We're going to play that song after this. I, song, I totally know what song you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but so that, that's kind of the piece, right? Like, Hell yeah. I'm very confident. I don't want to come off cocky, but I'm very confident and grateful and like humble about my path and my career and myself as a human. I want someone who's an equal, not yeah. someone who like I'm lifting them up. No, I, I totally agree. To your point, if anything, like I would love to challenge that norm where if my wife made more money than me, I would I would be the first like fanboy like Viral's wife, fanboy, hey, check yes, out my girl, girl, blah, 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 you know? I'll be your sugar baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, um, and like, I've, I openly say that all the time. And I think this is this goes back to, we're going on multiple tangents, going through time Let's spans. Let's go, dude. Um, but, you know, I think that goes back to, you know, like that traditional Indian. When I was younger, I would be like the, the like the Dior, like Cecito Sado Choker that like was like, hey, you know, hopefully all your listeners can understand my half English half. Put the captions on. Yeah, put the <laughs> captions on, you know. Uh, but so I used to be that one that was like, oh, you know, they said do this. Okay, I'm going to go do this. Like blah, 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 blah. As I got older, I started questioning stuff and questioning and questioning. And it's interesting, like, and, and to try to do it as respectfully as possible. Right. Sometimes it doesn't come off that way. But, like, I'll start challenging stuff. Like, why is this like this? Why is this like this? Oh, you said a girl can't make more money than me? Why not? Why? Yeah. Right? Like, oh, you said a girl can't be the breadwinner? Why not? Oh, you said my wife can't do this? Why not? Yeah. Right? Like, Tell me why. I, not to be disrespectful, but like, you know, if there's like a, a valid reason or like, hey, this may not be the time. Like, I'm, I'm happy to hear you out, but you can't just give me a blanket statement saying, oh, you can't do this because of this. Dude, dude, I couldn't agree more with that. In any setting, in any yeah. setting, at work, religion, family, yeah. if someone can't tell you why, that's a red flag, yeah. right? You should you should really, really, really go into that. Because if you asked me why I did something and I took offense to it, that should be a red flag for you, yeah. right? Because if something I believe in, I should be able to explain it, why yeah. I believe in it. And if you don't agree with it, you don't agree with it. Yeah. But I still should be able to explain it to you without anger or yeah. abrasion or anything like yep. that, you know? And I live my life the way I live it, man. If you want to ask me why I live it that way, I'll tell you. Yeah. But And your opinion is your opinion. But I don't care. Like yeah. I'm going to be doing what I do, just yep. like you're going to be doing what you do. Yep. And to your point about it is, I, I, I love your view on it, man, because you're like, 
you 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 say you say you're not cocky, but I don't think this is even cockiness, man. It's like, dude, you're you're the shit, right? I'm the shit. You know, yeah. we're I'm, dude, we're forces to be reckoned with, man. We're doing good things, and we we, we when we're alone, we're we're thriving, we're doing our thing. So I can incorporate somebody else into that, but you got to be on the hustle grind. You right. got to be. You can't settle, man. I, that because yeah. when you settle, you get old, dude. And you start yeah, and start just keeling over man and that's not i'm afraid of that yeah i'm afraid of like just being blunted and being like like i'll go do this you know i I never want that for my life you know yeah um yeah yeah it's it's, i think it's just like hey you gotta have a family vision or a vision for for the family or for for you as a joint unit right the vyash vision in my case but you know um (laughs) throw it off double v's Uh, but (laughs) i think in that case it's like hey if that's a line of what you want to do and where that grows and obviously it can evolve and change and people change over time and and things but you should kind of be aligned in like hey what is the big vision for for your goals and things like that right agreed agreed now now let me ask you a question in the midst of all of your your hustle right let me do you do you feel and this is kind of it's like it's just a very high level almost like silly question do you do you feel happy i think there are pieces yeah i think there are pieces and parts that i'm happy yeah um and there are pieces that i'm like damn i really need to be working harder damn like i'm not really happy you know and like i think there i think i don't know if it's healthy or not but you know i think there are pieces where you it ebbs and flows right yeah of course um yeah i think there are pieces yeah um i'm very grateful for where i've gotten and Mm -hmm. like I might have taken a different path yeah. had I had to go back and do it. But for the most part, I would say I'm happy. You're happy. Yeah. You're happy. Good. I'm, gl- I'm think, glad to hear that. Yeah, I think I think it took me, right? Like, so in my career, right? Like, for example, um, I think the other piece is I was, I was talking to someone the other day where it's like I have a hard time, like, letting go of things I can't control. Right. Like, like, so you can control what you can control. Certain things you can't control and, like, it is what it is. Yep. But I think, like, in my career, whenever I wasn't happy, I would make a change, right? Yeah. Like, I think in other parts of my life, right, like health-wise, I went on this, like, right during the middle of the of the pandemic, mm-hmm. um, or maybe towards the start of the pandemic, I went on this whole, like, cleanse where I became alkaline vegan, and I would intermittent fast, I nice. lost 20 pounds, I lost a bunch of my BMI, and it was great, but it's kind of like getting back to the swing of things, right? Like, I think maybe relationships is a different area, you know, like... Other parts are a different area, but yeah, I think I think for the most part, I'd, I'd feel pretty happy. Good, um, and I think I think it's kind of like um, you know, happiness is in that progress or that that process of achieving a worthwhile goal, right? I think I heard that quote, and that that's kind of like humans as humans, we want to strive for something, right? You were saying settling, you kind of get old and hunch over, yeah. And it's like, hey, if you have a goal or something you're excited about or working towards, it's like, oh yeah. Cool, I got something working towards. Yeah, and then when you get the goal, you set another one. You set another one. You yeah. set. That's how you you know progress. Right, right. No, I agree. I agree. And again, I wasn't like hoping to hear any type of answer. Right, I was yeah. just trying to understand what you define your happiness yeah. as, man. And I think that's at baseline. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough to define like wh- what makes me happy. Like what where do I get my happiness yeah. from? And um, I I look to hear that from other people. Yeah. Right, it could be your career. It could be relationships. It could be anything. And as long as you can put your stamp on it, and even if you can't. I think it's a mix of a lot of things, right? It's a mix of all those pieces. Right. You want to make sure you have good, deep-rooted relationships, good, deep, you know, a good career that you're enjoying or doing, good health, good spiritual backing. It's like a mix of everything, right? And it's like um, my dad and mom, when we were younger, would make us write goals. Nice. Um, Yeah, so it was like, it it was all like, I think five Fs, if I'm not mistaken. It was faith, family, finances, um friendships fun dude five f's yeah your parents are like smart people man my goodness dude some good exercises yeah and so even now like uh maybe in the last year so i haven't you know progressed as much in in doing that but usually at the beginning of the year i'll like write down goals yeah it'll be like a couple things i want to hit on yeah and yeah good good do you um do you do do you do a lot of or, or any like introspection like do you do you reflect often I think I didn't used to before, but mm-hmm. recently I've been doing a lot more. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and what kind of, what kind of things do you reflect upon? Life. Yeah. <laughs> Life, relationships, uh, you know, career, like if I had a meeting and how did, how did I think that went or yeah. what I could have done better? Um, so in my current role, in my, in my job, 
um, I'm customer facing, so I, I will have a lot of meetings and things like that. And so sometimes I'll just like at, at the end of the call, I'll reflect and I'll just be like, Hey, how did I think that went? Or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe at the end of the week I'll reflect and be like, Hey, what could have gone better? Um, you know, in relationships, like if things don't work out, like, Hey, what could have gone better? Yeah. Or what does that look like? And I think it's funny as I get older, I kind of hone into that more. So I'm born in July. So I'm a cancer. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And so I think cancers are very like introspective or like emotional creatures. And I think when I was younger, I was like, oh, it's not like a manly thing to do or whatever. I don't really care what you think. Like it is what it is. And so I think I'm more in tune with that maybe more so than I was in the past or, yeah. or maybe other people of a similar time range, you know? No, dude, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. I, I think that's a big stigma amongst men in yeah. general, but maybe even more so with like Indian men, right? Yeah. It's like, dude, I, I don't have a problem telling like my friends if, that I do, that I do love, that I love them. Like I'll yeah. tell them all the time. Yeah. I'll be like, I love you, bro. Yeah. Like you're, you're great. And I'll be like, this is awesome. This is fun. Yeah. This is cool. You know? And, um, it's tough. It's tough to break that. Some people like are really awkward about it. They don't yeah. know how to handle that type yeah. of affection from somebody. And I'm like, dude, I, I'll do it. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. mind doing it. Um, and you know, you know, as we wrap up here, man, I, I think, um, one of the things I, I, I would love to hear, um, is, is, is what, what are some of the big strides personality wise that you've made, let's say over the past five years. And, and one thing I'll, I'll offer up something where my, my biggest personality flaw was that I was kind of like a, a liar, like a, like a white liar or like a people pleaser. Like I would just kind of like lie just to like make sure a situation was okay, you mm-hmm. know, and just, and I, I realized that, you know, right away, like I realized once I got, became an adult, that was affecting my relationships in a bad way. Okay. And I was like, just, just respectfully say how it is or how yeah. you feel. And if you don't want to do something, because if you do a bunch of shit you don't want to do and you lie about it, it's going to come back around. Yeah. It's going to get you, you know? And it was weighing down on my soul, dude. I felt like I was harboring a lot of like weight in there and yeah. I just need to like, just be honest, right? Yeah. Like if, if they, people don't fuck with you, they don't fuck with you, you know, yeah. they just move along. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'll say is like, kind of like the, my biggest stride in the past, like five, six years. Um, just, you know, for a locus here of, yeah. um, a, a locus of reference. You know? Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a deep one there. Yeah. I think, I think I could do one that like is more broader, mm-hmm. um, but it may encompass a bigger time frame. And so like when I was in high school, so yeah. again, bigger time frame, not five, six years, but bigger time frame. I was very shy. So I would look down. I would never look at you in the eye. Like I wouldn't meet you. Like I was not very extroverted. So like if people meet me on the street or they look at like the you know social media, like the LinkedIn or whatever, right? They're like, oh man, he's so extroverted. No, no. Like I'm still an introvert to the core. Okay. Like I'm very open with you because I'm comfortable with you. Right. But like if I meet a person, like if I met you on the street, I'm not saying hi to you. I'm looking the other way. Yeah. But I think that's probably the biggest thing of my my personality, my life so far that I've changed or I'm still an introvert at heart, but I know how to turn on the extrovert when I need to. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's been one. Um, And I just think the emotional piece, I think I'm more emotional now. Good than i was before yeah i don't know that's a good thing or a bad thing it's a but good it, thing it's, it's a thing it's a good thing man yeah. i'll tell you it's a good thing yeah. man. um but yeah man um i appreciate you sharing dude you yeah. know this has been really helpful this has been very beneficial i appreciate you sharing your story man yeah. and um i i hope we, we can make this like a somewhat regular thing man like yeah. check in once a year and do something like this and yeah. kind of catch up on progress you My know like this um but other than that man i'll um i'll let you go bro yeah. but Thanks. this has been really good i appreciate you yeah. and we're gonna do this again brother Sure. Much Thanks love, for man. having me on, Amr. Yes, sir. Peace.